Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend will be talking about the games we used to play back when we were kids, and this week it's episode 12, and we are covering Banjo-Kazooie for the N64. This is a game I've been really looking forward to, and I've got my mate Mick, who's coming on for his first ever time, and he's terrified, and I'm really excited to scare him, because it'd be funny. Although he's probably going to give me a bit of abuse, but yeah, we'll just see how it goes. Now, I'm back. I am back in the country. I have been away for the past three weeks. I am now back in the land of Australia. I went back to the homeland to see my family. And as we know, if you've been following the show, I hadn't seen hiccups for eight weeks or the wife. And it was lovely to see them. And I've left them there. They're going to be there for another two weeks. So I'm back to being a single man again. Um, so it's very lonely here in my home. But plenty of time for me to do stuff like this. So, thank you. I understand the past three shows, I haven't really been doing the news. That's just because there's no way I was going to do it while I was away. There was just too many people to see. Um, see my family, see my baba. I uh, hope you can understand, but I hope you really did enjoy those shows while I was away. Now, let's get into the usual stuff, and then we can get into this show. I've got to do the plug, always have to do the plug, and basically, if you want to support the show, you can do so in numerous ways. Wherever you're listening to this show, wherever it's on Spotify, wherever it's listening to, I don't know, Apple, Google, wherever, please give it a review. Give it a five-star review. It really helps push it up. We want to make sure more people come and see us and see what this all this bollocks is about. Also, you can support me on YouTube. It's been a while. I've got to get my thing, got my rhythm back together. You can support me on YouTube at the Honest Pokemon Trainer. Just give me a subscribe, a like, and comment any of my videos. I release challenge videos every three weeks, and luckily I've got quite a lot backed up, so I'm pretty good for a while. I'm quite handy about that. But you can also support me on Patreon, and for about $1.50 Australia, 70p UK, and about a dollar US, you can basically put that towards the show, and it goes basically, hopefully one day, I can have my own PO box, and we can send stuff to each other, but what it's going to be going towards, you'll get for your money, it goes towards polls, so you get to vote what episodes we get to do next, you can make your comments and your memories about the show, you can message me directly, you can write in a letter each week to a letter section, you'll get access to a Discord, so we can build our own little community but also more importantly and a big this is big big announcement i have to say we have exclusive content for patreon users exclusive show i've been able to work it out what i was going to do i put this to my youtube um, followers who i call the ha council the honest arseholes and asked them to come up with a name for the show and it is called dlc so this is going to be a fortnightly show and it's going to be me talking about a range of things really mostly top tens of games i love but it could be different genres i love i might pick a project that i might want to talk about like i was thinking about doing the problems with EA and the, the what's happened this time and um, well I will be going about the news but you know that sort of thing so that is going to be available every two weeks on a Friday I'm probably going to release that but that is only going to be for Patreon users but to make sure you know what you're getting for here is a quick snippet of this week's first show and I'll be talking about fighting games Soul, 
I'm going to say Soul Blade because that's what I I called it as a kid. That's how I refer to it as in the UK. I love this game. Uh, it was a bit different from most games I've played in the before because usually you, you're looking at you know knocking out your opponent, taking their energy bar from 100% to zero. This is a little bit different because you can actually battle on like a 360 environments. So whilst it was 2D and S, you can kind of go round and you can actually kick your opponent out the ring. So even if you were absolutely doing fuck all and losing, you can suddenly get a quick throw or a quick heavy hit and you can kick them out the ring and win the match. There's a cheap way to win and there's often some of the times I used to win matches against the CPU. I don't, you know, I'm not judging, but that's how I used to do it. But it was a great game. It was a good set of characters. I think I used a guy called, I used to use a guy called Rock who was absolutely huge. He had a big, massive guy with a wolf's hat on his head. At wolf's fur, I should say. Rather a wolf hat. And he had a big dock-off axe. And that was the list of my favourite fighting games that I've been playing. Well, been playing, played... I don't know, make your mind up. Again, I'm rusty. I'm rusty at all this. So now we're back from the sh- well, back from holiday. I can start doing more episodes. And we'll be doing Banjo-Kazooie. Now, I played the hell out of Banjo-Kazooie. 100% of it. I'm not hiding that fact. When it came out back in the day, I was desperate to get hold of this because I knew they were trying to build their own little world from following on from Diddy Kong Racing. I'd mentioned this in the Diddy Kong episode. And this was a game that I loved as a kid. It kept me... It was really good challenge. It was it's a collectathon. Let's let's not beat around the bush. That's what it is. It's a big collectathon, and I love this sort of shit. It was seen often when you compare the games. It's basically Rare's attempt at doing Super Mario sixty four. And is it better? Some will argue it is. Some will argue it isn't. I'm pretty much in the camp. It is better. Some people are going to be throwing their shoes at the at the radio. Maybe not if you're driving. Probably not the best idea. Maybe you know hands on the wheel rather than throwing your shoe at me. But some people are going to be like, you're a fucking bell and what's this guy know about? I do, I, I have some knowledge on video games, and I really fucking enjoyed this. I don't know what mixed take is, though. We'll get into that. We will get into that. Now, if you're new to the show, we break this up in two parts. So the first part is going to be the news section. So we're going to be talking about what's going on, and the second half we'll be talking about Banjo. So if you want to skip the news, just go to the second half of the show. I haven't got a timestamp because I don't fucking know where it's going to be. But what we call the news show is going to be it's our patch. So it's going to be patch 12.0. Now, what's been happening in the news? Well, I just cherry-picked some things that have been going on, and one of the big things that I've seen is that there's going to be no E3. E3 has been cancelled for 2022, which I was a bit gutted about. I fucking love E3. Well, I didn't last time because it was just Xbox showing trailers and videos because they had nothing to show, and then Sony were like, nah, nah. Sony don't come anymore. They're, they're too big for it. They'll just do a state of play. And Nintendo shows some stuff and then do their own thing. It's a bit of a mess. But it, it's often a good chance for third-party companies to come together. And I think what happened is that Entertainment Software Association, the guys, ESA, the guys who run E3, have cancelled it and said, look, we're not even doing a digital one. They're going to come out with their excuses of why it was cancelled. But a lot of third parties have been saying it's because that ESA kind of haven't, explained what the fuck was going to happen and they stalled and stalled and stalled and stalled and stalled and people are like oh fuck it we can't be arsed we're not coming just if you're not going to tell us we can't make plans which you get I go, 
just you need to tell these people they need to make plans because it's not just about attending the event it's like what are we going to showcase at the event how are we going to showcase these games because that's what the whole thing about e3 is i'm not even taking a breath it's not gone forever which is good they have said esa have said it's coming back for 2023 and great then it gives plenty plenty of time for everyone to work out what they're going to do what games are going to showcase i still want to see silk song is that game dead Give me more Hollow Knight. I've been... Pr- Fuck. I don't know when I'm getting that game, do I? When is that ever going to come out? Ever. Probably it'll be announced at E3 2023. That's how long I've got to wait. That's a long... That's a prediction. We're not getting anything from Hollow Knight Silk Song until next E3. So we've got a long time to wait, people. But it is sad because it is usually one of those big reveal days. And I think now that Smash Bros. isn't there, we know DLC characters, that was often released of these things. So they're going to be not be there. And it's always like, which company's going to win day one? Which company's going to win day two? I remember Nintendo demolished E3 last year. It was just so good what they were able to announce. Like, and they announced Metroid that year. It was like, whoo-hoo! Nice. Nice. Where Square just went, yeah, we're going to spend most of our time showing off Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's it, really. And then we're going to piss you all off with basically normal remakes of Final Fantasy games and not put them on the Switch, which pissed everyone off. That's what happened last... That's that's my summary. Xbox did fuck all. PlayStation didn't even turn up. And Nintendo just basically turned up and won. That's E3 in a nutshell. Now, talking about PlayStation, let me get my notes, because there's separate notes for this. PlayStation have decided to rechange. They have rechanged, reformed their basically their online packages. Now I'm a PlayStation member, um, and I'm gonna read what they've done. They have now gonna be changing this to three three plans. I'm gonna read this. I've just got this direct off the internet. So the basic package, PS Plus Essential, replaces the original PS Plus, which offers players two free games each month and access to online multiplayer. It costs $10 a month or $60 for an annual subscription. Okay, then the next one is PS Plus Extra, catchy name, not, which comes with the same perks as the first one, but you get a selection of 400 downloadable PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 titles. It's priced at $15 monthly. This is US, by the way, or $100 a year. Then the most expensive package is PS Plus Premium. Again, brilliant name. This includes 340 more games than extra and lets players stream a selection of PS, PS2, PSP, PS3, PS4 and PS5. This costs $18 a month or $120 a year. Well, not the PS Vita, that's getting shit on, isn't it? Now, this has to be in response to Xbox Live. I've mentioned Xbox Live before and how I think it's a great thing and I will suck that thing's dick. There we go. There's the one. Sorry, mum and dad. And it has to be because streaming is going to be the way that we're going. That is the way we're getting our content nowadays. And the idea of physical copies is dying. I like physical copies. I love having physical copies of my games. But even I can see it's dying. DVDs, what's the fucking point of them? It's going to be the same with games. And look... Do Sony need to do this? Yes, of course they do. They need to make some sort of direction where they're going to go. However, what's worrying me is, again, it's streaming over keeping it. So you've got to be constantly with their subscription because you haven't got it. It's not yours. You don't ever own the game, which a lot of people will be disappointed with. Like, do you own the game? Will Can you own the game? Or is it only through streaming? And people like to own their games. People don't like to play online. Do they have to be online? These are questions which will be probably answered as it all comes out. But also what worries me is when it says a selection of titles. Like, what's that mean? It's clearly not all. 
I, I imagine there are going to be some games you're not going to be able to have access, access, access to, but it better be a good fucking library. Uh, you'd be, you know, we got the remake of the PS1, didn't we? And that was total, total shite. The games that you had on that console were shite. The best way of doing that was hacking it. I'm not encouraging it, but that's the best way of doing it. But you can imagine the PS1, PS2, PS3. They've got some great titles in there. Is every title going to be on there? I can certainly guarantee Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is not going to be there. Put that fucking on there. That... Uh, oh, I've just ranted about this. on. I've just ranted about this. Just, just recorded DLC and I was ranting about this shit. Bring that fucking game back. You bring back Marvel vs. Capcom 2 as a downloadable thing, and I can down... I'm actually wagging my finger at the screen as if that's going to do anything. You, Sony, because I know you freaking listen to this. I know you've got spies. If you bring back Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I will buy your year subscription straight away. I won't even tell the wife. I won't even tell the queen. I'll just do it, and she'll kill me. But I've made that. That's happened. I've said it. But you bring that game back, I'll play it. But it will be interesting to see what games are going to be available. Are they going okay. it's, it's to... It's, it's all going to be with licensing. It's all going to be, you know, negotiations. And even then, you know, if, if does Sony own the product? Or if they put a Square title on there, does Square own it? Oh, it's going to be a bit of a mess with some of these old games. But we'll just have to wait and see. And, you know, it's gonna, we're going to get more news. But they have to do something, as I said, because Xbox... <sighs> Xbox are way ahead at the moment. Nintendo, they're dead. But the way ahead... Microsoft at the moment, so they're going to have to do something. Now, other games, that's not it. That's my notes for Banjo-Kazooie. No. Where are my notes? There are my notes. Ah. Now, remember previously I'd, I'd, when we were talking about Elden Ring and how good I thought that game was, and actually in the beginning of this whole series, it said Elden Ring had got delayed. It did, because they weren't happy with it and they wanted to delay a bit further. Well, one of the biggest AAA titles we've all been expecting has been delayed, and that is the new Breath of the Wild, The Legend of Zelda. Originally, it was meant to come out for 2022, but they actually came out and made a video and say, really sorry, we've had to delay it until 2023 in the spring because we want to make sure it's good. And I have no problem with that. They didn't even have to come out and make a video to do that. Like, fucking hell, they owe us nothing in that sense. You know, they could have just done a statement, a Nintendo statement, and just said that this is it. But to do a video, okay, fair play. And they gave us a little bit more, like a little bit, an extra trailer, so we got to see a little bit more of Link and the Master Sword. But I'm fine with this. Yes, am I gutted it's not out for Christmas? Great, not great, but it's not good. Probably great for my backlog, because I can catch up. But good as in, take your time. I'd rather they, they, they make it out and it's going to be a good game, rather than be rushed. I'm worried it's not, it's not able to fit on the console. And they've gone, shit, we need a Switch Pro because the original Switch isn't going to handle it. Now, I've got an original Switch. Is that going to be able to manage this game? And they have to go, shit, there's going to be a PlayStation Pro. Was this Nintendo's plan all the time? We don't know. But the fact they've come out and said, look, we want to make this the best experience for everyone because the whole cyberpunk thing, no one wants to be a fucking cyberpunk. No one wants that bollocks anymore. No one wants that title because if it came out delayed, it came out rushed, you're fucked. And Nintendo doesn't bring out broken games. They don't. They've got a good habit of it. They've got a huge good record of it. And they're not going to want the biggest title to be the one that breaks that. No, no, no. So I'm happy with this. As long, you know, and even if they said, oh, it's going to be summer now, if it goes past summer, I think people will be a bit more pissed off and like, fuck what's happening to it. Is it going to be one of those Duke Nukem situations where we're never going to see it? Either way, people are going to be, you know, if we open and honest with the consumer, we've got some more understanding if you have to give us bad news. So I'm all with that. 
One game which came out, and it's probably the only game we're going to mention that's been revealed, was Kingdom Hearts 4. I didn't even see... I didn't even know anything about this. I thought they concluded it all in Kingdom Hearts 3. Not that I played it, but the way that it was promoted it. But wow, okay, so Kingdom Hearts 4 had its first trailer. And it looks like they're going more Final Fantasy, although it is made by Square. I know that. But Sora now feels a lot different, looks a lot different than when he originally started off on the PS1 all those years ago. The trailer was pretty good, actually. Uh, It basically shows that Sora is in a new world, or it looks very similar to our own. Uh, You see a huge monster suddenly hits the deck, which actually looks like um, Gigantamax, Gigantamax Grimmsnarl. People can say I'm chatting shit. I'm fucking not. That is a Gigantamax Grimmsnarl. Nintendo and Game Freak got a lawsuit on their hand. They definitely have. They can have that one. Now, what was great about that was that you saw people running away from this big monster and one guy's recording. I was like, yes, that is typical now. Some dickhead, rather than run for his life, would be recording a video. You fucking know it. But not Zora. He's straight in there. He's running in. And what I liked about this was that then you actually saw him really jumping around uh, using the Keyblade, whipping it round, and showing how he would fight a monster of that scale. And I like to see that because I always wondered that when you see these huge monsters. And in the film Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, they kind of answered that because there was a scene where the main party were fighting a huge monster, a Dark Bahamut. um, And you got to see, okay, cool, this is how it all works. But then they actually showed it, it's part of the gameplay, which I thought, wow, okay, really good. Now, I'm hoping it's not all quick time events, but to see the gameplay like that, I was like, okay, I'm going to board with that. Because I've not been a fan of the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, I think I've my... I played the original and enjoyed it, but then it kind of interest waned and maybe I need to go and revisit. And I'm sure I will be covering Kingdom Hearts 1 at some point on this show. Someone will be biting my end off to want to cover it and I have to go back to it again. But maybe I need that to get ready for this. It's going to be a while until Kingdom Hearts 4 comes out. So maybe, you know, we'll just wait and see. But other bits we saw in the trailer... We saw Goofy and Donald Duck walking in the darkness. Although it's really weird to hear uh, Japanese Goofy. Japanese Donald, yeah, it's like... I can't do that. My mum can do it. No, I can't do it. Um, but it, they basically seem to be... There's a walking. Someone from behind stops him and there's fire. People have rumoured that's Hades. If it is, I want James Woods. James Woods is the Hades for me and I will not hear anything else. If you've not watched Hercules, the original, one of the best Disney films ever. There's also a lot of rumours going around that there's going to be the Star Wars series. Marvel are going to be in it because, remember, this is a Disney game. So Marvel can pull all these characters. Marvel, Disney can pull all these in now. I know with Kingdom Hearts 3, they were able to pull Elsa in, so my little girl probably go mental for that. But now they've got access to Star Wars and Marvel. Could you be seeing Cloud running around with Spider-Man? Oh, no, it won't be Spider-Man. There's no way Spidey will be in it. You just know he won't be. Although, do they own the video game rights? Or is that Sony as well? Someone can answer that one. I'm not sure. Okay, you might see uh, Iron Man flying around. I think it is actually owned by Sony as well. So you might see Iron Man flying around with Cloud. And you might... That would be pretty cool. And Sora. So that might be something really interesting. Last thing we're going to talk about um, news-wise is Sonic 2. The movie, and I know I've been buzzing about this thing. I haven't seen it yet because I'm not prepared at this moment to go into a cinema on my own full of kids. That's going to look so wrong. But the reviews are good. The reviews are very good, which I am so happy with. Everyone has praised it. They said it's really good. It knows exactly what it is. There's loads of Easter eggs in it. 
So I will probably go after the Easter holidays, but there's no chance there's going to be any kids in the theatre. It should still be running because we're already kind of going back and there's not many films on at the moment. So probably I will have seen it, not next week, maybe the week after. Come back and let's see if I've watched it then. So finally, before we go into Banjo, what have I been playing? Well, I can tell you what I've been playing uh, because on my little trip away... I managed to find some old um, devices, and I managed to find my old PS Vita. And I was searching for it, scouring for it in the box. I knew I had one, and I found it, and it still worked. And this has now got sick. I don't know how it happened. My PS Vita got sick, and all these games have appeared. I have no idea how it suddenly got Game Boy Advance games on there. I just I don't know how, and they look awesome. So, unfortunately, because they got sick and I've got to look after it, I've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and there will be episodes of these coming out, and I've uh, one of my favourite games of all time, and I've loved it, got into it, really got into it while I was away, and I also have nearly finished uh, Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, uh, that was on there as well, and I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to give this a go, so I've nearly finished that, I'm nearly off the last dungeon, and again, there will be a future episode soon coming to those two, I've got guests, um, prepared to do it so they will be coming on soon so that's what I've been playing I haven't been playing Elden Ring I didn't take it with me as if I was taking a PS5 abroad no freaking chance so that's what I've been up to that's what I've been doing now let's get into the show so we're going to be doing about Banjo-Kazooie and it is going to be bear in mind this is mixed first go now we haven't actually recorded I'm going to not going to lie I haven't actually recorded this this is on oh, what day am I this is currently Thursday. We're recording it on Saturday to release on Sunday. He's terrified, but I love that guy. I said you'll be fine. He's a nice lad. I'm sure he'll be fine. I know his um, wife, wife now, Dusty, will be listening to it. Oh, Mick, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, Mick. And Dusty will be like, that's not what I sound like it is. That's what you sound like, Dusty. So I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Mick are going to be talking about Banjo-Kazooie, which came out for the N64 in Europe on the 17th of July, 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. We are talking Banjo-Kazooie for the N64, and I'm here with my friend Mick. And Mick, you are admittedly terrified about this, aren't you? The idea of coming onto this show. Yes. Great. <laughs> but you, 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 you were keen. I think you were keen, but you've nervous because you've never done this before, have you? Never, ever. Never. But- Virgin. I am taking. I'm taking many people's um, podcasting virginity, and I like that. I like how I'm that podcasting in there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll clarify podcasting. Podcasting. Mm. Although you did offer your services earlier on, <laughs> I said, "When do you want to do do this?" And this, by this, I mean podcasting. I was like, "Okay, we're going to play that game, are we?" This is the type of show we have here. Yes. It's very, it's very friendly. Very friendly. Yes. Now, you, when I first asked, basically, do you want to do this? You were harking on at me straight away that you wanted to do Banjo-Kazooie. And that was that and Pokemon Yellow you really wanted to do. So I thought, yeah, go on, then Banjo-Kazooie. So was this a game you used to play when you were a kid? Yes. Um, I used to actually play it um, a lot. Um, Back in the day where you never used to be able to go online and look at cheats, you'd actually uh, have to go out and buy the book to be able to get any hints. Oh, yeah, you, stuck, you, uh, you did, didn't you? You had to get the old guidebook, and the guidebook yeah. was the way forward because, yeah, there was no internet. 
And I've got no, a point by that way, but there's no internet. There's nothing to help you, was there? Nothing, nothing at all. You'd have to go through the book and then, yeah, see what you have to do. So w- there's a few years difference between me and you. Did you play this when it first came out or did you get it later on in life? Um, I think I got it when it first came out, to be honest. I can't you- actually remember back that far. It was 19. I, I said I said this at the beginning. I think it was 98. I've said that would have said this before we came on air. I think it was 98. So I was 12. So I, mm. I definitely got it when it came out. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I might have waited a little bit because I can't imagine playing it when I was eight. Well, but then again, it was more again, of a thing to give the control to my dad when I was a little bit, you know, struggling and he'll just do everything. Oh, did, he, from did, the you, side. did your dad manage? Did your dad help you play banjo? Yes, yes, he that, did. Yeah, that's did. class. So <laughs> your dad might be listening to this show and going, I remember this. He's actually in the lounge room at the moment. He's actually come and visit me. So yeah, <laughs> oh, he's listening to me from the lounge room. Oh my God. Right. So Mick's dad, I will do my best to offend you as, as much as I can uh, whilst your son's there. Fantastic. Now, what were your initial thoughts of this game when you first got it? Um, good, I guess. I don't know. It was just, you know, when you start, you didn't really know anything because it's not a, a sequel for anything. But, you know, when it first comes out from the very start, it looked pretty good. Like, Yeah, I, I, th- I yeah. thought it looked pretty good. I think the only thing I had prior to this game, like knowledge of it, was basically what happened on Diddy, was Diddy Kong Racing because mm. Banjo was in that. And that's all yeah. we knew. That's all we had. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The only guy that you just wouldn't ever use because he was just too fat and couldn't go around corners on Diddy Kong. So. Correct. He was shit. Um, he was shit. <laughs> he was just a shit yeah. bear. And yeah, you just look at him and be like, yep, definitely not using you. Can't no. wait for you to get your own game back. Yeah. You, did you, yeah. Out of all the characters, <laughs> did you think it was good? I, I never thought, oh, Banjo, he's going to be the first one. Although I know Conker, we've done Conker. I know Conker did make his own game as good as that was. But I, yes. if, if you give me all the characters on that sheet, it wouldn't have been Banjo at the time. It was going to have his own. No, definitely not. Considering he didn't get used. So you wouldn't have imagined him getting his own game kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. And, but I, I remember I got this game uh, when I saw the, the, the well, not even trailers because we didn't have trailers, but I saw the images and they said it's very similar to Mario. And I thought, oh, it's rare. Let's see what Rare are like at platforming. And holy shit, this game was incredible for me. I thought yeah. one of the best games on the N64 really was. Mm, definitely top 10. D- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say definitely top five. I'd oh, say 100%. it was. And, you know, there's an argument we could have at the end of this. And like for me, at this point, I think it's better than Super Mario 64. I will die on that hill. I always, I have always thought that. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I don't know, really. It's definitely one of those ones where you go, oh, Nintendo 64, and then you go, oh, yeah, you know, Mario Kart, Super Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, and then it's definitely one that you just rattle off when you think of the N64, so... Yeah, you, you think of it straight away, and it's rare, yeah. isn't it? And it's a rare game, once again, because they made Perfect Dark, they made Bond, you know, they... Gold they Mario, yep, there's another one. Although they made Donkey Kong 64, which was fucking shit. I don't care anyone says that game was wank. Um, but then they went on to make Conquer. I was like, make your mind up. What are you making? Good games or bad games? But ugh, yeah. Donkey Kong shit. But Banjo was just quality for me. And I think so. I should say from the top as well, if you are listening, well, hopefully you're listening. Um, 
we're going to be saying spoilers. We're going to be talking spoilers. You've had enough time to play this game. So if you're playing this for on the N64 add-on for the Switch, um, yeah, maybe not listen to this one because we're going to spoil it to shit. Mm. It's actually also come out on um, Rare Replay on Xbox, I believe, too. So, Well, there you go, you Xbox bastards. You're going to get this spoiled for you as well. Everything's going to get yeah. fucking ruined. And but surely you've played it before you've listened to this. Surely. Surely. Surely you're not just randomly going, oh, it's the next episode in this show. I'm going to click along. Mm. But this, this, the plot, it's... the Right, okay, so the plot. Basically, it's set in its own world where a witch... Um, who's called Gruntilda. Gruntilda basically mm. has been told by her pot that she isn't the sexiest thing on the planet. And the actual sexiest thing on the planet, or hottest thing, or most beautiful, however you want to word it, is a 10-year-old bear called Tootie, if I'm right. Yes, you are right. And... This is where old, that sounds so wrong. It, uh, the hottest is, thing on the planet's a 10-year-old dude. Yeah, this is this is my <laughs> this is what I have, right? So the whole point of this plot, I'm gonna go off on a fucking tyrant straight away. The whole point of the plot is that she goes and steals, Gruntilda goes and steals this bear to steal her looks and become the hottest thing. And if you get the game over screen, she does. She does become like you know, stunning hot witch, which I think is quite cool. Um, but it's a fucking child. Just no. This what? That makes no sense. Do bears age differently, like dogs or something? I, I don't know. But it's if a. It's literally be seventy. Well, how old is, is this bear? Yeah, if it is bear, how old is this bear in real? Yeah, in bear years, and then in human years, how old is this bear? But the thing is, are you saying that there's no human that's comparable at that time? you know, than a bear, a child bear at that mm. point. Because this is a huge jump to right at the end of the game in the secret ending, because I don't want anyone to say to me there's no humans in this world. There fucking are, because in the secret ending, Banjo and Kazooie are on a beach and they're getting served drinks by a blonde woman in a bikini. Yeah, which I probably rated better than 2D anyway. But There we go. <laughs> there's my point. There we go. Why not steal that? That woman, I was going to say that bitch. I don't know if she's a bitch or not. But why not steal her looks? Why are we going to steal a fucking bear's? This, yeah. Maybe I'm, because I'm a father now, I'm getting more offended. But fuck me, that's creepy as shit. Yeah, that's um, not ideal. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that was the story now. Okay, we think this eight-year-old, ten-year-old bear is really hot. And we're going to steal the looks. Like, no. Oh, Fucking wrong, wrong, wrong on so many levels. But I should say, Gruntilda herself, the character, is fucking hilarious. She's a very good character. I just like how much effort they went to with all the rhymes. Everything she said was an absolute rhyme. Yeah, every, I think crazy. apart from one sentence where she says, I've got nothing else to say because I need a pee, because I need a wee. And that was the only time <laughs> she, she didn't rhyme. Wait, I'm rhyming now. But it's the only time, and the rest of it, yeah, it's every sentence is a rhyme, and then she's giving you shit as well while doing it, which is great. Yeah, she's bagging the shit out of you while she's making a rhyme. Yeah, I was like, this, this, this is a funny game. I've said this about Conkers, mm. and Conkers is very, you know, to the bone, but this is still a very funny game. Mm. 
and I, I know I got a lot of the jokes and I did like the effort they made into into it to actually, you know, yeah, give you shit, chirpy throughout the game because not many bad guys were like that, I don't think, at the time. I can't think of any comparable, really. Hmm. Yeah. Because Bowser was a bit shit. Bowser, Bowser never really had much shitty dialogue and Dr. Eggman, Robotnik, didn't really chat much either. Um, no, not really. So, so you, yeah, it's a little bit different. You just had this one, but then you had other characters as well. So we talked about how Banjo was in Diddy Kong Racing, but where was mm-hmm. the the was it Durol- Durologist? Yeah, du- I think it's the word. Was Kazooie his female bird friend? Which was I don't know how they met, but Kazooie. Did you actually know Kazooie was a girl? Yes. I never knew that for yet for so long that Kazooie was a girl. I had no idea. Yeah. A shit talking bird. A shit talking bird. A very funny shit talking bird. <laughs> she was one of the best aspects in this game. She was a fucking yeah. shit talker as well. But she didn't rhyme. She just gave shit out. But she never used to talk shit to Banjo. I mean, because every time you used to stand still, you'd chug the shit out of her. To be fair, yeah, yeah, she got abused. This poor bird. (laughs) This poor bird gets abused by some of its abilities, and we'll get on to them. But Jesus, yeah. But I think the gameplay itself, and when I look up and think about it, it is, you know, defined, is it a platform, an adventure game? It's definitely what you could call a collectathon. I said that prior to coming onto this. It's definitely a collectathon. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You literally, definitely. you literally go into the world, and then like, everything's in front of you. Like, okay, there's there's so much fucking things to collect here. Where do I even start? Mm. Well, gingos and notes and what do you call it? Puzzle pieces. Yeah. So there were. I think each each level had like a hundred. Well. Sorry. You got the skulls as well. This magic skulls. So I think each mm. level had five magical skulls, a hundred musical notes, ten puzzle pieces, and five jinjos in each level. Yep. Which is like, and then the jinjos would give you a puzzle piece as well. So you had to collect those to be able to get all the puzzle pieces. Yeah. So you had so much to do, and it was literally yeah, go 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 in the world and go hunt for this thing, these things. But I know there were obviously comparing it to Mario is very easy um, because it was a similar nature level platformer. The one thing I did like about this, I don't know if, if you've realized or noticed it, you know when you play Super Mario 60 or Super Mario 64 you have to jump into the painting to go get a new star every time? Yes. You didn't have to with this? No, you didn't. You just had to put the puzzle to the, the puzzle pieces in there to make it and then you would go to wherever the level was. Yeah. You'd you- open up. So you go to where the level was, but you didn't have to, once you got, say you went into the new, the first world and then you got a puzzle piece, you didn't have to come back out and then go back in again, like you would if you got a star. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. You just collect them all, all willy-nilly. All in yeah, one just go. get in one, one go, which for me yeah. was amazing because yeah. with Mario, Mario, I think on certain, definitely with Mario 64, like you could go get certain stars, but there were certain stars which like the world kind of resetted to what which one you were going for. But it's not the case with Banjo. Banjo just fucking go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Just go for it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about collecting your your red coins to be able to get your star and then jump out and jump back in to do something else. You just collect them all in one go and then jump out when you've got all the notes and everything. Yeah. Just do it all. And 
the thing is with with Mario, and this is probably one of the other reasons I like it, is Mario is quite samey with his moves. He didn't, as his quest went on, he didn't learn any extra moves. He gained like the ability to fly, but he didn't gain any moves, if that makes sense. Nothing was unlocked, but it, that wasn't yeah. the case with this. Yeah, no, you just have to go and meet goggles and ever bottles. Sorry, bottles, bottles, the mole. Yeah, bottles. You have to go and see him. And he'd give you a move every less, uh, every world you go into. Yeah, every new world you'd get a move, <laughs> which I really liked. And and I don't know if you can remember him and Kazooie don't get on. No, they definitely don't. That's where she chats most of his shit. Yeah, straight to yeah, him. And four-eyed little bloody bottles mole thing. Did you ever play um, <laughs> Banjo Tooie? No. See, I never played Banjo-Tooie, but he dies straight away. Oh, I don't need to play it now, do I? <laughs> <laughs> he gets killed off, like, really quick in the game, and he comes back as a ghost. Yeah, right. No, no I never played it, so. Because well, I, I know there's that one, and there's another one past that as well, which is, like, Nuts and, nuts and Bolts or something nuts like that. Nuts and Bolts, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. much later on, Nuts and Bolts. No, I, never, I was never thinking about that. making a Banjo 3, but then they're making something else instead. Apparently, that's what I've heard anyway. Or what were the oh, considering the success of Smash Brothers, of like how everyone went freaking ape shit when Banjo appeared, they, they, they know they need to make another Banjo game and people would buy it. Oh, 100%. People, like I'd buy it. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd definitely get it. Especially if it's next gen console. Can you imagine the graphics oh, come from one to the other? It'd be ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I think you, your dick would blow off, wouldn't it? It was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, going from like N64 all the way to PS5. That's like, yeah, that's going from PS1 to PS5. You wouldn't even know what to yeah. From Mario Kart to Forza. <laughs> <laughs> Without the green shells. Yeah, it literally would be, wouldn't it? You'd probably see every inch of detail on the shell. Probably see the yeah. poor Cooper dying inside. Help me. <laughs> It'd be great, but do you know that um, Bottles, the um, the mole, was in D- Diddy Kong Racing as well? No, he's in there. Hmm. What's he doing in there? Well, I think again, he originated from that game. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, <laughs> that's what someone told me. I don't even know that. I th- I'm sure it's true. I- again, I'm-, I'm sure we covered this when I covered it with Jared. But I have to check that. But no, they- that thing it all stemmed from that. I think Rare were trying to make their own universe. Either or that, that's because that's what they were going to do with Conkers until they, they thought, fuck it, we'll just end it with this mm. and they'll just do it like this. But the one thing which, again, comes different from Mario when you, you get all these new moves is that when you first go into a world, there are some item or some notes, jigsaw pieces, or what are they call jigglies, jiggy, jiggies, jiggies, jiggies. Yeah. It's like, just call them jigsaw notes. No, no, look at them, jiggies. We'll, we'll give them a name. Um, you, there were certain places you couldn't reach. And you know, how the fuck do I get there? But then you get a new move and you get there. Hmm. Or you turn into a, um, a little pumpkin or a bee or a little ant. Oh, that was going to see, what was his name? Was it Mumbo Jumbo? Mumbo Jumbo. Mumbo. Do you reckon that be allowed now? Do you reckon um, someone would say that's not PC? Well, I can't even well, Who would be offending? Well, I don't know. People well, with skulls on their heads. Well... I don't know, but you just know in this culture someone's going to get offended. Well, probably. They'd probably get offended over a, a bear mixing in with a um, red bird in a backpack. <laughs> I mean, they get offended at everything nowadays. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Imagine someone says, I am offended because you've got a honey bear mixing with whatever type of bear Kazooie is that's not natural 
It can't happen. Yeah. It's disgraceful. God, you imagine yeah. that shit. But it's sexist as well because the bear is identifying as a girl, but it's a boy. And oh, uh, yeah, it's possible. You don't you don't know what direction banjo is going to go in nowadays. But and I also mm. as well, I was saying about how it's abusive because as the game goes on, literally Kazooie seems to do all the lifting. Literally. Mm. Well, and, if you want to run faster, you've got to go with Kazooie. Oh, once you unlock that ability. That was... Did you just constantly play the game then on, on Kazooie, Kazooie's legs? Oh, you'd have to. You'd have to. There's no way I'm running around with him, especially if you need to go up a hill. You've got to go back to that one, and then you'd run up the hill, and then you go, oh, well, now that I'm running, I may as well just keep running. Exactly. Because so, hmm. Kazooie... So for those who don't know, one of the abilities was is basically um, Kazooie... You get on Kazooie's... Basically, Kazooie get, puts Banjo on her back, and then you just run on her legs and you run as quick as fuck and at least double the speed, surely. And, it, and then once you like come off, you're like, oh, this is how slow the game is with just Banjo. No, 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 no. Well, to be fair, Banjo's got one move and that's when you just press the button and he does a little claw scratch. But I don't know anybody that's ever used that to defeat any boss or no. minion in the game whatsoever. Even going up to the, the, what do you call it, the honeycomb, bloody bee box things. And you could definitely just hit it with banjo, but you wouldn't. You never would. <laughs> well, look but, at the. I think he's got a rolling attack too that you can use that occasionally, but there's just Kazooie's just. Kazooie's that's the force. <laughs> Kazooie isn't just like a running machine. She fires eggs. She's a the cannon. Although, how does that work? I don't, yeah. I, I, I was afraid you're going to bring up the fact that she's got a shoot eggs out that little tiny shit talking mouth as well yeah. as how she um, sh- shit them out too does she shit them out does she uh, female them out or does she mouth them out i don't know i'm only guessing because every time you do it it'd make it like a, a, a fart sound every time <laughs> you do it so i'm only guessing that it's it's coming out the asshole so well, every time it's like bah, 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 bah. yeah but some of the noises were great. Like definitely, I did it before with the legs. That's all you I was, heard. I was like... replaying it um, on um, Xbox, and then every time I was doing it, um, the wife was going, "Can you just turn that shit down? I hate <laughs> listening to that. It's so annoying." And I'm like, "But I have to. You don't understand. I don't want to go slow through this place." No, Dusty. I have to play it Dusty, I know you're listening. Dusty, I know you're listening to this. Shut up. Shut up, love. <laughs> I have to do it. You don't understand. Yeah, and you need to have the sound on. Do you, do you have to? Because you want to hear the the whole time. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Go and slow in that shit. Oh, you can't. Some of the other sounds were great, though, like banjo. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounding like a dope. <laughs> and then what was Kazooie's? I can't remember what Kazooie's noise was. I can't really do a shit version of it, but banjo's easy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're not too far over there. I'm not quite good no. at that. Mumbo Jumbo, <laughs> I still think is probably going to be. It's like that stereotypical, um, right? The Crash Bandicoot noise from I can't even remember the mask's name from. It's that it's a witch doctor noise you'd expect. That's Mumbo Jumbo, but they all yes. have their own things. But and it you was, have to wake him up all the time too because he's always having a snooze. I don't blame him to be honest. Mm. Yeah, little, why not, boy? You've got mm. nothing. Yeah, exactly. That's my kind. If you've got nothing on, have a sleep. Yeah. Live your life. Live, live your life. Wake up but... and turn into a pumpkin. Mm. Yeah. You should... Yeah. You thought, oh, make me a pumpkin. Yeah. How's that? How's that fucking work? Although, again, we're talking about Banjo Kazooie. How does fuck does anything work? But mm. yeah. 
And then every time you'd get changed into something, you would always have the backpack on. Yeah, you always. would. Yeah, because yeah, Kazooie's got to be somewhere. Going around and there's a little, little backpack on the back. There. Yeah, so Kazooie must be in there. So what happens to Kazooie when you get changed? Um, good question. Don't know. Rare. If you're <laughs> listening to this, Rare, come back and tell us. I know we need answers. We need answers, Rare. I might tweet them after the show. What happened to Kazooie? when Banjo becomes a crocodile, especially when Banjo becomes a pumpkin, what happens to mm. it? Need, need to know these things. But I think there, we were saying, we went back and was, was about when you get the ability to go up the ramp. You mentioned it. And now Kazooie can go up. But essentially, it was like, oh, now I can get up that ramp. And essentially, you can re-explore the world again with this new move. Yeah. And you'd have to do it to be able to, you couldn't go to the very end. You would have to unlock something to be able to go into the next area. And it's the same with notes as well to go into the next area. You'd have a specific amount of notes. So it's not like you could just get all the jigsaw pieces and then just piss off out of the world. You had to collect the notes as well. You've you've got to get everything. And Hmm. I think the reason when it comes to this collecting thing, it was like, you know, you can re-explore the world and that didn't make it boring because like, again, Mario, you just explore, you know, the world, you know where you've got to go. You know this whole thing. But when you get a new ability, it's like, hang on, I can get to new bits I haven't been before. I can get, like, yeah. you know, when you were at Mumbo Jumbo, you might see a hole and say, how the fuck do we get in that hole? But then you become a crocodile and you go, oh, okay, that's how we get in that hole sort of thing. Yeah, easy done. You and just, You just pay your, pay your skulls <laughs> and then off you go. Yeah, just be, yeah, get, but yeah, basically get some skulls and you're off. But I often compare this feature. Do you ever play, did you ever play games like, um, Hollow Knight or Metroid or Castlevania or Zelda? Uh, Zelda, yes. So, you know, when you basically, you get like a new weapon and then basically you do a dungeon and then you go into the world again and go, right, I've, I can go explore this world again with this new weapon and it can unlock all extra shit I've not seen before. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, pretty much exactly the same. Except it's yeah, that it's sort of thing. That you learned from bottles. Yeah. So basically makes the, like, going to explore Hyrule again with a new weapons, like, oh, brilliant, I can just go have a whole new adventure again, exploring with bombs. What can I find now that the world's not boring anymore? And that's how I felt playing this. Like, it was like a whole new experience every time I got something new. Yeah, it, um, it helped too. Helped too. So you go like, um, you know, what's the one where you... Yeah, you jump and then you're doing a little beak thing with the kazooies in. That was pretty much my go-to attack for everything then. Oh, it's like the way you drilled for, you drilled down. Yeah, yeah um, that's the one. So oh, as soon yeah. as you have that one, it would just be, that's it, I use that for everything. Yeah, and you sorted. As soon as you've got that, you're off. And you've got so many good attacks. Like, you could fly in this game, and it, I'd say the flying was more reliable than it was in Super Mario 64. Jesus, you weren't relying on air currents. It was just kazooie. Again, kazooie doing everything. Which yeah, absolutely. Crazy. It's like yeah. she could fly, she could make herself uh she could make herself like a, a missile in air. Yeah. She was Jesus, the best. Yeah. yeah, everything. Like I said, banjo is just good for um carrying Kazooie. It's pretty much it. Yeah, he's actually useless. He's actually a piece of shit in this game. You may as well call this game Kazooie. You may as well. Yeah, Kazooie and friends. Kazooie, well, has she got friends or does she just slag them off the whole time? Oh, I think she's got one friend, but I think she's only friends with him because that's basically a home. So <laughs> yeah, you got to be friends to your landlord, haven't you? Homeless, yeah. And the thing is, yeah, this is what I, I it's, oh no, she, I was going to say, she's in Smash, isn't she? She made Smash. Because uh, Banjo, 
playing Smash before Banjo came in. Please don't chest off me. I'm sure Banjo, no, I'm sure, yeah, because Banjo uses her as a weapon. No idea. You can, you'll have to, you have to Google it when they first announced it. The trailer was actually pretty good when, when Banjo Kazooie turned up. But you know, you said about like, oh, you mentioned about you've got to get all the notes or you've got, you can't just get the puzzle pieces. You've got to get the notes. You really Mm. do have to collect everything in this game. Yeah. Because I remember when I was playing it when I was a young kid, I got to the point where I think I had 896 notes because I couldn't yep. find the last four in the very last B level. Oh, gutted. It's, it's, it's haunted me since then. You still can't me. work it out where are they? So, <laughs> this... I, I started replaying it and I got to about um, the Mad Hatter's niche, I think. I think it was. Or whatever it is, the haunted level. Yeah. And then that's about it. I didn't, I didn't go past that, which sucks because the best part about the whole game is the very last part when you got to go through and answer all the questions. That's, that's, well, that's my favourite part. Oh, the board game? Yeah, the board game. So the thing is, yeah, the board game was unique because it was like, you. so you basically, you find yourself in this board game with Crotilda and you can either go on each square, it was either like a challenge or she'd ask you a question. And if you've been finding her sister who's dotted round... Um, the sister would say like random facts and it's like why the fuck are you giving me these facts I don't care and then mm. they're the questions yeah right at the very end when she's saying what do I and I'm not sure but I'm pretty sure it was random for playthroughs I can't remember I'm not sure if everyone had the same answer I can't even remember I think they might have been the same answers but they might have just put the questions randomly so you might not have had all the same questions but it was like who was her first boyfriend what was her band and stuff like that and yeah you, but you wouldn't know that unless you spoke to the sister and the sister's like, oh, what a way to tie it all in. Cause there was no hints that that was going to be the final boss. Yeah. You'd just be listening to this bloody pink fairy talking shit about a sister and going, well, I don't really give a shit about that. Then you get to the very end and she's there saying, what do I like to do on the weekends? And you're like, ah, oh, fucking wish I listened to her now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wish you'd fucking listen. Like fuck. Why didn't yeah. I pay attention to this shit? Hmm. And I did, I did like that. But that worries me a little bit, actually, that you just said that. Did you think that was the game over when you've, went, when you've done it, you've beat the game? Um, no, I don't think I did. Because, you know, when you've got a, a protagonist and they just bail, you're like, what, that can't be the end of the game, surely. It just leaves you with a whole bunch of questions. So considering every time you turn the game off, She'd remind you about how much of a piece of shit you were, and then she'd she'd turn into this beautiful bloody witch, and you'd be like, "Oh, now I feel bad for leaving, even though I've got to go and you know do something more important than this game." What, yeah, well, true. But what I mean is, like, after you've done the the what's it called the puzzle board game, mm. do you think that's the end of the game? No. Oh, thank God! You did know no. there was an, you did know there was another boss. Yeah. Oh, thank fuck. But, but but I think that's mainly because I bought the book. So oh. <laughs> when, when, when you're three quarters through the book and you go, why is there another like 10 pages here that I still got to read? But yeah, I knew there was more to it. There is, there is. And mm. you were saying, you know, go back to the point, you've got to collect everything. Like in most like Mario games, I think it's like, you've got to get like, oh, I mean, 60% of all the collectibles, something like that. But in this game, you've got to get close to like 80, 90, I think it's like near 90 odd percent of everything hmm. to get yeah, to this. The very, the very last part, you need to have 880 odd notes to be able to unlock the door to get all the um the feathers and the 
the eggs as well. So you'd open up the doors and then you'd, yeah. you'd go onto the little thing and then you'd get as many as you can. So you, it, it definitely helps. You need to get all the Jinjos. You need to have all them collected. Yep. You need to have everything. Yeah. I mean, so it, you may as well it's 100% the thing. May as well. Well, I didn't. I still got through. You but, still got through, yeah. yeah. 99.9%. No, no, those four we notes are going to haunt you that. forever, aren't yeah. they? We won't talk about that. <laughs> Repressed memories. It's a shame you've got married now because I would have made sure they got mentioned in your marriage vows. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're allowed there, I only got 10 people to go. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> damn, damn virus. Yeah. The damn virus. Ruined it for everyone. So, yeah, if you didn't know, because some people wouldn't be unaware, it's typical rare fashion that, and they did it with Diddy Kong Racing. It's like you finish the game, but then you don't realize there's more till after the credits. Mm. It's like you bastard. You know, especially when you're lying on the, the beach or not the beach, the um, wherever you are. And then Tootie comes out and goes, what are you doing? This girl that's been harassing me for the past you know, however long you've been doing it, still out there. Are you going to go catch my killer or something? Or are you just going to have a have a good old time? You're going to fuck her up. You're just going to let her get away with it. Avenge me. Yeah, avenge me, Ben. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine eight-year-old coming, avenge me, father. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, shit, we forgot about her, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Chilling yeah, out, she yeah. She just and I'm just having a good old time on the beach. Yeah, fuck, better mm. get back to this. And yeah. the, the final boss was brilliant. And it was you on the top of her castle. Um, and you have to basically, it was a pretty difficult boss. Like it wasn't like Hollow Knight, or you've not played Hollow Knight, but that level of difficulty, it was it was challenging because it got you to use all your abilities. Oh, yeah. You have to use them all, even the invincibility. Yes. Uh, even one hmm. of the invincibility, because otherwise you're dead straight away. Yep. Absolutely. And I like that. So you are basically relying on everything because it's it's good when games just don't say, oh, yeah, you can just do this same thing and that's it. But to make you rely on everything you've learned in game, that's really good. And the Jinjos eventually come into it as well because they've done fuck all prior to this. Yeah. They couldn't move the whole time. And then all of a sudden at the very end, they go, oh, now I might move, but you still have to give me eggs so I can move. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, they're frozen. Yeah. How does that work? If you fire uh, eggs into me, if you fire bits of you know calcium into me, I work, I rise. Is hmm. it calcium? No, it's not even calcium. It's protein. What am I on about calcium? You fire hmm. protein, I work. Although they ended up finishing the battle for you. It just shows how shit Banjo was. He couldn't put the final kill in. Well, he didn't do anything the whole game, so... No, he what didn't. Do <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? No, it was all Kazooie. It was all Kazooie. Kazooie did everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's after that ending where that's when they're on the beach. And this is what I thought was great and was so ahead of its time was, you know, they're on the beach and then Mumbo Jumbo comes up to them and says, with his photos and basically says, oh, um, we've got another game coming out. Get ready. Yeah. I was like, and then- what? There's, there's another game? And then you've got, you have to wait for that one as well. Well, you got to wait for Banjo-Tooie, but it actually showed mm. you bits. It's like, oh, yeah, remember this bit in Banjo-Kazooie? Oh, well, in Banjo-Tooie, you're going to get to go in there and go explore yeah. it. And the, but Banjo's like, oh, 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 yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was a huge surprise when I played it because it hadn't been spoiled for me. 
not many people I knew had the game. So I was able to just experience that and go, holy shit. Well, I didn't say holy shit. I was probably too young to use language like I do now. But I was like, holy crap, there's a new game coming out. Wow, okay, brilliant. But if you had that now, it'd be ruined. Yeah, 100%. And especially when they, like, you didn't preemptively put it out there when you didn't even know it was being made. It's like they've they've done it and then then just started the game. So they yeah. just... They've just done these little tiny little snippets and then you yeah. go, what, what, what is that from the next game? And then all of a sudden they've started like developing it and shit. That's uh, that's, yeah. that's weird. That could you, could you imagine that? Like basically argument's sake, obviously we all know like Pokemon is like you finish Pokemon and they gave you snippets of generation 10, but generation 10 hasn't even been announced. That'd be like, okay, whoa, holy shit. What are you playing out here? That's amazing. Hmm. But the internet would ruin it for me. I just know the I, the internet's already ruined the ending of Sonic Two for me. Yeah, I haven't seen Sonic. Either have I. I've made that a point. I'll probably go see it next week when there's no <laughs> children around, because otherwise it would look really weird. Um, yeah, it would, especially if it's you. Oh, don't, don't start putting rumors into this show. I will fucking ban you. I will ban you, Sunshine. You'll be <laughs> fucking banned. <laughs> Shout out to Kenya. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there'll be a few people listening to this going, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, fucking dicks. I, had, I was trying to, I was trying to not say that the whole time. But... Oh, yeah, great, <sighs> great, great. I'm not, even, I'm not even beeping that. It's fine. It's a fine. <laughs> you can fucking have it. Now, so... I still hold the view that this game is quality. I still hold the view that this game is better than Mario. And I think for the fact it was funny as fuck, it, the gameplay was great. The fact that it was like a Zelda Metroid type of experience and you didn't have to go back and forth all the time. Um, and Mario's, was is not as good as, I prefer the sounds. I think Mario's a bit shit in comparison. Um, it has its perks but i would um i'd rather banjo 100 there we go see i'd rather banjo if i had the choice i'd choose banjo but oh. you know back then you would see super mario and you'd be like oh super mario's you know the name and you'd be like yeah i'm definitely getting this and it was still a good game but then oh, it was nothing to like compare banjo to from or from anything other than conquers not conquers bloody diddy kong racing yeah and even though you still say Oh, I remember that game. That was good. Um, Banjo, yeah, the one in the top right-hand corner that, um, yeah, you just don't use because you just crash into every single wall. Because <laughs> you shit. See, yeah. I used, I used them, the mouse. Uh, oh, she was my go-to when I played Diddy Kong. Fuck, mm. I love Diddy Kong. Such a fucking good game. They're not going to... I argued this when they get Diddy Kong episode. We'll never see that again. We'll never see Diddy Kong. I get Diddy Kong re-release. We'll never see that ever, which is a shame. Imagine that ba- banjo might be useful in that game if they re-released it. Um, yeah, he would. Or would you but prefer then, just Kazooie? Um, I don't know. I think I'd rather like you know, having Kazooie do a boost or something. <laughs> but I don't know. Whatever. So <laughs> Kazooie would do everything again? Kazooie would just be yeah, the one to save the job? She'd be the one throwing the green shells. Yeah, the dead tails. Blue shells. Blue shells. Everything. Maybe they'll make a maybe they make Banjo Kazooie DLC for Mario Kart because that could happen. What what Mario Kart's up to now? Well, Mario Kart Mario Kart's up to eight, 
Um, mm. But the, the DLC is just for the new tracks. So they could put like DLC characters in. So you never know. They could put Banjo in. There's nothing to say that they won't. But although, it's a, oh God, if you did, I think you put Banjo in, then you've got the whole, well, he's not a Nintendo character. He's a Microsoft character. And that's the thing. He's a Microsoft character now. Because they, they, they bought him out. Yeah. Yeah, they bought them out. So it'd be interesting to see if they'll play nice and say, yeah, yeah, you can play them. And that's the thing. I, I want to see another Banjo game. I do want to see another Banjo-Kazooie game because they got away with Conkers. So why can't they get away with like, the edgier, an, an edgier version? There's going to be some sort of reason. Oh, there's got to be. I whether, I just will have to wait and see, won't we? Because I, I think at the moment we're going through that time of open world games. I don't think Banjo-Kazooie would work as an open world. I think it needs to be as it is, unless you wanted to make it like a Metroidvania Zelda type game. But I I don't know. I suppose we'll have to wait and see in the, the future of Banjo and where it's going to go. Yeah. Well, it still is that semi-open world, but you would still have the, you need to go to this particular area. Correct. Yeah, yeah. go somewhere. So I uh, well, can't really say it's semi-open world, but yeah, you'd still have the options to be able to go to different Places. areas. So, so if, have you managed? Well, I've actually I've gone through all my notes, and, th- and that's the thing I feel bad. Apart from the only plot problem was, well, sorry, the only problem I had was the plot. That's the only thing I'm like, fuck you. But apart from that, I don't have any complaints about this game. Have you got anything in your notes you want to rant about or praise? No, not really. I've just got uh yeah, just every time you'd quit. That's pretty much the only time I didn't like the game. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> because it so basically leave, showed you, that you were a piece of pause, shit. And that's it. You leave it on pause and then you just come back later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you'd let because Tootie becomes old and you're a horrible big brother. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I let her down. <laughs> I let her down because I needed to go out. I should yeah. have made this one continual adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, your dad's probably like, that's why my electricity bill was massive, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Or he'd jump on afterwards and he'd be like, yeah, I'll finish this off. That's all right. See you later. Or you just turn yeah. the game straight off. You wouldn't worry about it. You'd be like, I don't want to see that. Just turn it straight off. See you later. <laughs> like, no, Tootie, no. Don't make me feel guilty. <laughs> Then that's harsh. I think you should tell your dad off for that. He's giving you like, <laughs> he's giving you back your flashbacks. Like, no, daddy, what have you done? You failed her. Yeah. Uh, well, if you had to score this game out of 10, what would you give it? Uh, 10, the maximum. That's it. You've got to give it the maximum. There's no other options. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. For, for, it, it. It's a fantastic game. It's a 10. For me, yeah. it, for me it is one of if not like in the top i'd say top three games for the n64 for me um it's incredible it really it it came out of nowhere and it really is it mixed two of my favorite genres in platforming and in that metroidvania zelda type style and it did it beautifully and it basically went to mario and go look here's what you could do here's how you do it better basically yeah Yeah, we're just two different animals two musical animals that's all we need that's all you need. Two musical animals, a dope soundtrack, some good old rhyming jokes, and you're fine. Yep, that's it. There we go, then. Well, anything else you want to add, Mick, before we wrap this up? Yeah, did you know that Jinjos were actually named after a ginger? That what, actually it, worked for them? 
a ginger person. Very, yeah, a ginger person. So when they first started making it, the first ginger that they made was uh, the orange one. And there was a guy that worked there that was a ginger and they called them gingos because of him. I never knew that. Just because you're a bit of a ginger, I thought I'd throw that fact out. Oh, there we go. Yes, I have a ginger beard when I let it grow. Thank you very much. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going grey now. Age is now taking taking its toll. (laughs) Yeah, you're trying to hide behind that mic, but I see you. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So for those who don't know, Mick is seeing me on a video. That's why I'm looks like I'm hiding behind the microphone. <laughs> mm. Although it looks like you can see the bottom of my couch because I'm not even sat on my couch. I'm sat on the floor. <laughs> this is one of the problems we have. We're sorting this out. Me and Jared are trying to sort this out. I mean, sitting on the floor. <laughs> but mm. Mick, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, and I can't wait to have you back on again, sir. Thank you for uh, having me for your millions of viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Okay. See you, man. Bye. And that was Banjo Kazooie. Thank you very much, Mick, for that. I really appreciate your time. You did a good job, Sunshine. I don't know what you were worried about. But everyone, look after yourself. I hope you can get involved in Patreon. I hope you can get a chance to listen to the new show, and I hope you all enjoy it. But I will see you all next week. We are back to the usual schedule. Until then, I'll see everyone. You take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.